This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Hi everyone, it is Rebecca and Tara and I have a special guest to do our reader repartee and I'm actually going to turn it over to Tara because well, first I want to say it makes it look like I have no friends because it's always Tara's fam- family and friends that do the reader repartee. And I promise you, I do have a few friends that will appear in the future. But Tara has another wonderful friend that she'd like to introduce. Okay. Uh, yes, I am probably using up my my source of friends, actually, <laughs> right about now, Marnie. You may be the last one. <laughs> So uh, today we have joining Marnie, my friend here in Burlington. She is a, uh, yeah, she's my book buddy here in Burlington. We met several years ago. Come on in, Marnie. Hi. Yeah. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. This is uh, very exciting. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to to have you. Good, good. (laughs) Um, You have a better memory than I do. So do you want to tell people how we met? Yes, absolutely. So I, I actually I can't remember what year it is, but it's probably been yeah. about five years now, Tara, that we've known each other. And uh, we met through your Etsy shop. I don't know if your listeners know that you used to have this wonderful soap making business. And um, I, I like to support local businesses. So I discovered you through your wonderful soaps that sadly you no longer make. And I'm going to go sideways here for a little bit and just tell you that I found one of your soaps in the back of my cupboard the other day when I was cleaning it out and I was so happy no way to find <laughs> one of your soaps still wrapped up in the back of my cupboard because nice. they were amazing um so yeah we met because I was uh, trying to save on the shipping costs and I, I I drove down to your house to pick up my lovely soap and we found out that we had a, a connection through knitting and books mm-hmm. and it's been uh it's been a match made in heaven ever since yeah we even recently went on a little like bookish what would be the word? I'm going to a say book event. Date. A book, book date. date. That's right. When yeah. we saw Douglas Stewart in, yes. at the library. Yes, which was amazing. Yeah, definitely need to do more of those in our in our future now that the restrictions here have been lifted. We do. We do. And then when Rebecca joins us on a visit sometime, then the three of us will have to do like a little bookish date. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So enough about me. Marnie. Let's start our reader repartee, and why don't you tell us how you became a reader? So, first of all, kudos to your questions, guys. I was reading them, and I and I'm you know trying to come up with these lovely answers. And the uh, the first memory I have of reading, I mean, I've I've always been a reader. I think I I, I was born with a book in my hand. I feel because my mom was also an avid reader, and I just remember growing up always seeing my mom sitting in the corner with a book and it was always a Harlequin, Harlequin romance. (laughs) And so she always had books, no matter what, there was books everywhere in our house. Um, But I do remember, I think it was about my 10th birthday. Sorry, not my 10th birthday. I was around 10 and it was Christmas. And I remember getting a Narnia book in my stocking from Santa, Mm. which of course was my mother because she would be the one to put a book in my stocking. And it was the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. And even though I had been a reader up until that point, this book hooked me, of course, you know, with the yeah. the mystical, magical wardrobe that these children find this, you know, other world in. I just, it sucked me in. And from that point on, I think I, I was probably never without a book nearby 
from that day. Well, how funny because I think most of our of our guests who've been on Reader Repartee have said it was their mothers that got mm-hmm. them into reading. So I love that. Shout out to all those wonderful mothers out there who are encouraging their kids to read. And secondly, I am going I've never read the full series of the Chronicles of Narnia. And I just reread like a, like a week or two weeks ago, I just reread The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So that's so cool. So it definitely, it's a wonderful series to get back into. Rebecca, I just read it. Well, I shouldn't say just, my daughter's 12 now, but probably about four or five years ago, I read the entire series again with her. And uh, she's an avid reader as well. But back then, I mean, she was reading books on her own, but I made it a point to always have a book to read with her at the end of the night. And it was ne- not necessarily one that she would pick up on her own, but it was one that I felt, you know, would be would be good for us to read together. So the Narnia series was one that I, I made sure we would read every night before. She went That's to awesome. Bed. Well, now my question for you is what book do you wish you could read again for the first time and have that experience of that feeling of having read it for the first time? So this is a fantastic question, but it's also probably one of the hardest questions that I've ever had <laughs> about reading because there are so so many books out there that have you know grabbed you for the first time and of course Narnia being one of them only because it was a book that I I absolutely still recall you know 30 odd years later (laughs) and um so it was a hard it was a hard question but I I did narrow it down a bit and I'm wondering can I read you an excerpt from the book before I tell you which one it is yes is that okay yeah okay it's just it's the short little it's the first paragraph of this book Long before we discovered that he had fathered two children by two different women, one in Drimalig and one in Clonakilty, Father James Monroe stood on the altar of the Church of Our Lady, Star of the Sea, in the parish of Goline, West Cork, and denounced my mother as a whore. That sounds familiar. Tara, you'll probably recognize it because it's the first sentence in The Heart's Invisible Furies by John Boyne. Yes. Have you read this, Rebecca? No, I haven't. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Marty. Oh, I was just going to say, it's, you know, I read the book probably about five years ago now, and I still think about it a lot. I haven't reread it, although it sits on my nightstand looking at me like you need to reread me every day. But it's just such a a profound, well-written epic of a novel that I, I, I just, I wish, and I, I just remember the feeling I had the first time I read it, just being, you know, mm-hmm. spellbound by this story. And it's it's one that I wish I could go back and, and kind of read again for the first time. And I'm always recommending it to people. I think I recommended it to you, Tara, and I think yes. I, I recommended it to every single one of my book club members. So. Yeah, you're the reason why I read it too. And I absolutely love this book. Is this a Canadian author, by the way? No, he's Irish. So Irish. I, I, okay. Oh, that yeah. would make sense, of course. Yeah. I love to read Irish authors because my mother was born in Kilkenny. So anything oh, kind of, and nice. I lived in Dublin for a short time, um, many years ago. But uh, anything that's said in Ireland kind of draws me to it. But John Boyne just has this way with words. Most of the novels by him I've read, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. So I highly recommend it, Rebecca. Definitely pick it up. Oh, I'm definitely going to check it out because that, I mean, it kind of gave me chills, to be honest with you. When you finished, I was just like, oh gosh, that's amazing. So yeah, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I have to reread that now too. Thank you, Marnie. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. I know me too. <laughs> and I'll pretend it is the first time. Okay. Which author, living or dead, would you like to meet in person and why? So this was also a hard question. I mean, you think the, qu- the questions are, are easy when you first hear them, but then when you mm-hmm. sit down to think about it, you're like, okay, well, this person and that person. So I had a hard time narrowing this one down, but I think I've, I've been reading a lot, and this is probably a bit of a cop-out for an answer because I'm, I'm not sure that I, I can choose just one, but I've been reading a lot of Indigenous authors lately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Richard Wagamese, Thomas King, yeah. um, you know, Sherry Dimeline, I've, I've read a lot of their novels, and any one of them I would be happy yeah. to sit down with and just, you know, hear more about their their life, how, you know, their life experiences and, and just you know, spend time with them learning more about their culture and, you know, just immersing myself in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I can't really narrow it down to one. Although, Tara, after meeting yes. Douglas Stewart, well, seeing Douglas Stewart yeah. at the library last week, I'd really like to go out for drinks with him too. Me too. I feel he like we like- met him anyways, because we had like a little interaction at the end. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was short and sweet, but I feel like he is, he's someone I would love to go to a pub with and just sit and, you know, have, have a conversation with and just learn more about his life and his upbringing. Okay. So now you have to explain Tara, what was your little interaction though? Now we want to know. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, Marnie had, I have not read any of his books. He was delightful, right? Mm -hmm. Marnie, he was amazing. Amazing. His whole talk. And Marnie had read his first book and this was for his second book. So you purchased a second book and we were at first, we weren't after the talk. We were just, we stayed and chatted while everyone, a lot of other people went and got their books signed. Then near the end, Marnie decided to go buy a book. I wasn't going to, I was going to, cause I'm on kind of a book diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to get through my like stack that I have here. So, but I went and stood in line with Marnie and then I decided spur the moment to just buy a book too, because he was like, he's like my new literary crush. I'm like, I got to buy his book. He's like right there. And he's won, <laughs> which prize was it? He's won which award? Oh was gosh. Booker? Uh, the Booker prize. Yeah. I think yes. it was the Booker. Wow. Yes. So when I, when it was my turn to go get my book signed, you know, he's just, he's Scottish. He had this wonderful accent. He's very attractive. And I just went up to him. I'm like, you know, a great read, and I can't wait to read this. I didn't mean didn't mean to buy this book, but I'm like, you know, you won the Booker. I'm never <laughs> going to see you again. And he's like, wow, Tara, that's really dark. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, I know. I'm like, I don't know why I just went there, but it is true. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So it was just, he was lovely. Little did he and, know he created two stalkers in that moment. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, and then you had a, like a little exchange with him too before I even got up there. I made it all about me, but. <laughs> well, uh, well, I had two books. I had my original book that I, I, I had brought to lend to you so you could read it. And then I had oh, the great. new book that I had just bought. And um, when I told him my name was Marnie, he was like, oh, that's a lovely name. Where's, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm named after a kleptomaniac from an Alfred Hitchcock movie. And he was like, oh. Okay. And then I regret not saying, feel free to name a character after me in your yes. next book. But uh, <laughs> yes, that would have been perfect. That would have been. Oh yeah. my God. Maybe I should send him an Instagram message and just say, hey, I don't know if you yeah. remember me, but. <laughs> yeah. 
I love but that. Marnie's a great name for a book character. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing those stories. Cause as you know, I just love authors so much. So I love any of those sort of connections that we have uh, in real time and in person. Those are so fun. But, but now Marnie, we're going to ask what fictional character would you like to meet and why? Oh gosh. And again, <laughs> There are so many. I mean, who doesn't want to live with Jamie Fraser and, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yes. have uh, have all those experiences in, in the Scottish Highlands and whatnot. But I think, um, again, it, it's, it's, it's difficult to pin it down. But for me, I've always been a huge Sherlock Holmes fan. So I, you know, I, I, I love the TV series. I've read, I haven't read all of, all of the stories, but I've read a lot of them. Um, I don't know if either, I actually, Tara, I keep recommending it to you, the, the Mary Russell Sherlock Holmes um, series. So basically it's written by Laurie R.R. R. King and she has uh, an aged, an aging Sherlock Holmes married Ooh. to a much younger feminist woman named Mary Russell. And so this is long after all of the the Conan O'Doyle stories have ended. And then they kind of go on these um, adventures, if you will, together. So I think I would kind of like to sit down with Mary Russell and Sherlock Holmes and and kind of go on an adventure with them. I think that would be would be quite cool. But barring that, Armand Gamache, I mean, yes. you know, three That's pines. a good one. Yep. <laughs> Tara kind of, you got me hooked on the three pines one. So um. I have started reading, or I did start reading the, that series, the, that Sherlock Holmes series. And then I lost my way. I think I have to find my way back to it. There's definitely, there's it. a lot of them. And so, yeah. and some of them are better than others, as with any, you know, series yeah. that's been around for a long time. But I just, I, I, as I said, I've always been fascinated by Sherlock. And now these stories take more of the Mary Russell side of things. They're mm-hmm. more centered around her and Sherlock is just kind of like her, her sidekick almost. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they have a lot of feminist plot points in them that I think you would enjoy as well, Tara. Yeah. So. Yeah, that sounds good too. I haven't heard of those, so I'll have to look at those as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you would like those too. That is, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on the Sherlock Holmes thing because I love the sh- I love Sherlock Holmes as well, and I'm just thinking, oh, to sit down with him would be really intimidating. Yes, right. That's why I would need Mary Russell there. Yes, that, so you would need, <laughs> yeah, you would need like Mary Russell there just to like keep him in check, kind of thing. He seems to have mellowed out in his old age, according to okay. uh, to those novels. Not quite mm-hmm. as you know intense as he was. Yeah. Yeah, I got that stuck in my head now. I'm like, oh, that's a good one, Marnie. I like that. Okay, last question. In preparing for this podcast, what did you learn about yourself as a reader? As you can probably tell from my previous answers, that I've learned that I can't make a decision about who I want to (laughs) talk to or my favorite authors. (laughs) There's just... So many, like, I know some people have, you know, oh, I always read books by this person and I, I, this is my favorite genre, but I really, I don't, I don't have that. I'm, I'm open to read almost anything for the most part. And uh, so, yeah, I think I've just learned that I'm a really indecisive person when it comes to uh, (laughs) choosing, (laughs) choosing genres and, and authors that I'm, I'm drawn to. I think it's eclectic. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just, I just love books. I, I'm, I would rather sit in a room with a book than a lot of people I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
But but I have to say too, you know, when I think when we think about these questions, you know, you could ask me these same questions a week from now, and I'm going to have completely different answers. And that's kind of what I love about it is that in the moment, this is how you feel. But again, because we're readers and we love our books and we love our characters and authors, et cetera, the answers could be different at any time. So yeah, I I love that you that you are an eclectic reader and that you have so much to share. That's awesome. Oh, absolutely. And and to your point there, Rebecca, I think that the question that you asked me about a book that that you'd like to read again for the first time, it's almost some, and I, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but it's almost intimidating to want to go back and read a book that you loved again for the first time. Cause what if you don't mm-hmm. love it as much the second time yeah. Yeah. that's happened to me, like in, in the, you know, recent past where I've, I've, especially for our book clubs. So there was a book that I read a number of years ago that I remember absolutely flooring me at the time. And it came up in our book club and I read it again. I think it's probably almost 10 years later. And I was like, huh, okay. Yeah, it's a good book, but like it didn't have the same visceral reaction to it that I did the first time around. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it depends on where you are in your life too. Mm-hmm. When you, when you read something for the first time, you know, and like even the Harry Potter books I read in my late 20s while I was traveling through Europe. And I probably would never have picked that book up if it hadn't been for someone on a, a, a train handing it to me and me thinking, hmm, okay, I'll, I, you know, you're traveling with a backpack. You can't carry ma- that many books around with you. Yeah. And then reading it for the first time. And it's like, if I read that again for the first time now, would it be, but I mean, I read it several times. So yeah, I'd probably still have the same reaction. Yeah. Marnie, thank you so much for joining us. I love your titles that you talked about, your the authors, the characters, et cetera. And you've, uh, the, the, the good thing is, I love hearing all of it. The bad thing is it just adds more to my to be read list. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for mentioning people I didn't know or titles I didn't know. But we just have loved having you. So thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Before I say goodbye, Marnie, would you care to share what book that was that you reread and didn't, or oh, yeah. would you rather not? No, yeah, absolutely. It was yeah. Cutting for Stone. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, Abraham Verghese, I think, is his name, oh. uh, if I'm saying it correctly. Um, okay. Yeah, it was, I mean, not that it's a bad book. It wasn't. Like, yeah. the the people who had read it for the first time in our book club thought it was a bit on the long side, but I, I'm not intimidated by long books. So I don't, yeah. th- that usually doesn't bother me, but they all, they all liked it. But for me, it was just, and <laughs> I should say, I had a very poignant uh, Goodreads review. It was excellent book, read it now. <laughs> and, I, and then I was like, okay, that was profound, Marnie. What exactly did you like about this book? <laughs> but again, okay. reading it, reading it again, it was still good. It just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, so sorry about that little uh, sideways goodbye that I took. But yes, thank you, Marnie, for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on our bookish journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing Canada Reads American Style wherever you listen. You can connect with the podcast and Rebecca on Instagram at Canada Reads American Style, and with Tara at On a Branch Reads. Until next time, keep reading. <laughs>